Help, I got a Mac podcast episode number 43. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Help I Got a Mac podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I'm Chris Biting. And in studio today with Chris. I am so excited that you're back in studio, man. I know, man. I missed it. We were talking before the show started. I think it's been since like February since I've been here. So This is crazy. So what do you think about Studio B? Studio B is going to be awesome. You can have live bands in Studio B. No doubt. We've got an awesome table set up where, you know, of course, we need to get some lighting in there and we need to get a new camera with audio input. But, uh, you know, that's all going to happen. I'm really looking forward to what God's going to do with gspn.tv in in 2009. I'm thinking I might even get like the couch and the chair set up, you know, you know, see if we can do a little late night Dave Letterman style programming. (laughs) That'd be awesome. Anyway, so uh, Chris, what's new in your world, man? Oh, just working and um, how are things going at sharethis.com. Sharethis.com. Uh, sharethis.com is going very, very well. And uh, yeah, it's it's little logo right here on my on my laptop. Yeah, for those of you who are watching the video, watching live, he's branded right there. But yeah, mm-hmm. we got a lot of exciting uh, things happening in the next few weeks that I still can't talk about, but uh, soon. Very cool. You know, I, if you if anybody goes to gspn.tv, if they're wondering what Share This is all about, uh, when you go to any of the podcast episodes on gspn.tv or any of the pages on our site, yeah. uh, somewhere on the screen you're going to see a little uh, square logo with rounded corners uh, with a crazy looking less than sign with little points on them. And that happens to be the Share This logo. It does. Click on that. And a whole wide world of opportunity opens up to you to share this with the world, whatever this happens to be on that page. Exactly. You could take you could take this show and share it to Dig, share it to your blog, email to a friend, all sorts of stuff. And if you register to on sharethis.com, you can actually import all your address book and stuff. So you exactly. don't even have to remember typing in anybody's name. You just you just start to type their name and it fills in and you're good to go. That is awesome stuff, friends. So anyway, um, Chris, I I'm wanted to share with you a little bit of a rant that I have to get that I have to get it off my chest somewhere. Lay it on. This is the show to do it. Lay it on me, my friend. Okay, so Apple, from what I understand, is this company where people just fall in love with Apple. You can't help but not love Apple. Pretty much. You know, this is this is this is what I've been told all of my computing life is that if you only would go Apple. Your world would change. I mean, it, it, it's kind of like, you know, life is better with Apple. Yep. You know, think different. Think Apple. <laughs> I mean, come on, people. This this is... You're building I, it up. You're building it up. Apple is the company where customer service is second to none. Supposedly, yes. Okay. And, and this is the company where, you know, they go beyond meeting your expectations and they take it the next step and they wow you so that when you go out in public and start talking to people, you have nothing but awesomeness to spread about the company name Apple. Yeah, typically word of mouth has been the strongest uh, advertiser for Apple. Exactly. Now, with that being said, carry on. Okay. 
So, I, well, I just, I, I, I want to, I, I set that as a backdrop. Okay. And, and then I also share yes. that, of course, sitting on my desk, running a good portion of tonight's show. Yep. Here is a MacBook computer. Here I am, episode 43 into a podcast yep. that is devoted to Apple. Yep. I can see your. I can see the the the. the you're turning red. I can see the. I can see the blood pressure getting ready to go. Kids, be prepared. This is gonna be. This is gonna be apocalyptic. Devoted to Apple. <laughs> Devoted to helping people who have made the switch. Yep. We're here week after week, answering questions for the company that does not supply an operator's manual. For yes. for what to do when they don't have a secondary button. Exactly. So we we are we here we're here to help ease the transition. We help people get through that first phase of owning their first MacBook where they want to take it back to the store. We help get them through the PC withdrawal days. We're the user guide. Exactly. We also do our best to help people who can who are thinking about buying a Mac for the first time in their life. Yep. Never have considered such uh, such a crazy thing before, yep. but these days they're thinking about buying a Mac. They're not sure if it's right for them, and right. it's not right for everybody by no, the way. No, it's not. But for a lot of people it is, and if it is, we help them feel more comfortable about such a decision. Yes. This podcast devoted to that <laughs> and to Apple. Yep. And what does gspn.tv get in return? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. You know, I never did this in hopes that Apple would sponsor us or that they would even send me a letter to say thank you. But all I ever expected Apple to do was to live up, not to all the hype. I mean, I'm sorry, but God is not running Apple Incorporated. Although some look to Steve Jobs as <laughs> a superior being of some nature. But anyway, uh, Steve's a human being. Yep. The company is ran by human beings. Yep. So I don't expect... And they're, a non-pro- they're not a non-profit. Exactly. So I don't expect Apple to live up to some unobtainable level of customer service and support. However, when I hear all the things that I hear about Apple, at least I would expect some form of consistency with this company. Yeah, exactly. Consistency is one quality that I think is keystone to customer service. Oh, yeah. When I went to the Apple store and stood in line for my iPhone 3G, and I had the lady who stood in front of me, and the and 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 when she called AT&T to say, you know, hey, I'm standing in line. I'm actually going to get an iPhone, but my dad's up in Dayton. I'm here in Cincinnati. His name is the primary account holder. Am I going to be able to get this? And AT&T says, all you need to do is contact your dad and make sure he puts you on the account as an approved user and you can get an iPhone. Yeah. And that's the that was the policy of AT&T. Right. However, when she brought it up to the Apple Store representative, the Apple Store representative says, "You're absolutely right. That is the policy for AT&T." But Apple Incorporated has a policy that states you must be a primary account holder hmm. on the AT&T account. I'm sorry, but if you want to purchase it here, you have to go by our yeah. rules. Well, it could be that they were 
you know, AT&T may have only given them certain access to the system and, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of stuff. Well, whatever the case may be, this girl took it with no problem at all. And right. and because that was the quote-unquote rule, yeah. and had she called prior to even driving out, if she would have made the call, yeah. she happened to just drive by and they have these things. So if she would have called, they would have told her that on the phone and right. consistency would have won the day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure, do, is is AT and T a little bit maybe a, a better where you get a broader chance of getting that phone with without such restrictions and guidelines? Absolutely. But the fact that Apple has guidelines and restrictions, the fact that Apple won't give us copy and paste, these are things that at least have been met with some consistency. Right. Okay. Or they've or they've addressed it. They've said you know copy and paste is on our list of things to do. Mm-hmm. At this time, it's not in the top. Five things that we we need to get done for the for the software update, right? And and we're of course busy doing other things which we think are important to you. And what we think is important to you is what should be important to you. Well, yeah, is the Apple way. And, Absolutely. And so, but but even that, at least the nonchalant, just listen. This is the way we're going to do things. Communicated how we're going to do things, and we stand by the way that we communicated them. This is called consistency. Yep. And this is what I've come to accept expect from Apple Incorporated. Well, consistency is important. It's like, you know, if I'm at a McDonald's in Kentucky or I go to a McDonald's in Alaska, my experience is going to be relatively the same. Mm-hmm. When I order a Big Mac, I know what's what's going to be handed to me. Exactly. So consistency. To all beef, patties, special, special sauce, sauce, lettuce, cheese, yeah. pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. Exactly. That does ensure, you know, brand loyalty, all that kind of stuff. Exactly. So the other month, I was going to say the other day, but the other month I was browsing through the iTunes. What's that thing called? It's the The app store. Yes. Thank you. The app store where they are in the business of releasing. What are those things called? Applications. Yes. Thank you. So I was looking for some relevant applications, and of course I had to dig through the app app store, and while I was digging through there, I found some very useful applications, some neat games that I have. I love playing Texas Hold'em. I love some of the other stuff that I have on there, the Pandora and all that. I mean, just some great instant messaging applications. Yeah, definitely. I have, I even have the little, you know, uh, do the fake drink and the beer with your iPhone application. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely no use whatsoever, but it's it's entertaining, right? Right, right. Guess where I even found that that application? Don't know. Happened to be in the entertainment section of the app store. It's kind of like entertainment. I so guess. I, you know, of course there are entertainment based applications. Right. You know what else you can find in the entertainment based applications uh, in the app store? Jerk in a box. Okay, tell me what 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 is jerk in a box? Well, here you go. Let me describe to you. Hurl insults and talk smack like a pro without saying a word with this fun application. <laughs> Each button plays a unique insult clip that's sure to give you and your friends a laugh. Chain them together, mix and match and create insults that are brand new. It's trash talk on the go. Can't you just do that with your mouth? You could. However, it's an application with one page of 12 buttons with each of those buttons. When you depress the button uh, virtually with your touch screen, you get like a half a second clip that says, bite me. Yeah, it plays a little wave file or something. Exactly. That is the caliper of things that is being approved for the iPhone 
application I, store. There is a lot, and I, I think I said this today to, to somebody, maybe you or, or to someone, there's a lot of junk that you've got to sift through to get to something good on the application store. Mm-hmm. If I saw another tip calculator on the Apple store, I'm going to scream. Mm-hmm. And you know, well, the thing is, is I am not opposed to the jerk in a box. I'm not opposed to the 15 more tip calculators. No, that's fine. If someone writes it and submits it to the store, it should be approved. I think so. As long as, as long it doesn't as like format your phone or, 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 or violate some kind of written expectation or guidelines of what should <laughs> exactly. or should not be in the app store. Exactly. There should be some kind of, you know, we are not, we are not going to approve this, 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 this. We will approve this, yeah. this, 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 this. And, and there was a kind of a flash of a screen up on the keynote address when they announced that they were going to come out with the app store and one of them was pornography. And I'm very thankful yeah. Oh, yeah. for some of the of the monitoring of the things that go in. Yeah, you need some gatekeeping. I understand that. I agree. And so the thing is, is that a couple months ago, I was browsing the entertainment category and right. I found uh, um, two applications that I find very useful. One is called Mobility Today. Okay. Uh, it's a podcast I had never heard of before. Oh, a podcast called Mobility Today. It, the podcast is called Mobility Today. Okay. And I did not find their podcast in the entertainment application section. I instead found an application. Right. In the entertainment section for a podcast that happens to be a entertainment-based podcast. So it's an application that you you start up, and then you can listen to their podcasts through the application without having to download it through iTunes. Exactly. It is an RSS reader. Pretty much, yeah. Is all it is. Yeah. And this RSS reader reads the RSS of their podcast only. Right. And when you click on one of the entries, it will automatically read the media file enclosure yeah. and pull up the media player right. built on. And yet it will stream the file over the internet yeah. to your iPhone. Yeah, I've seen stuff like that before. Okay. Well, it works beautifully. Right. I had unsubscribed to Dignation. There's a Dignation version of that too. There right? is a Dignation written by the same author okay same developer okay and it does the same thing only theirs is a video podcast and it works beautifully in fact i had quit listening or quit watching dignation because it was taking up too much space on my hard drive when i went two or three weeks without seeing it right right and so with only having eight gigs i just said you know what i'll just watch it whenever i can on the web Mm -hmm. but because i have this application now i actually watch dignation when i have time that's cool and it and it doesn't ever download into my computer except or onto my iphone except for temporarily right. and as soon as i close the application it frees that space up yeah that's awesome that's 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 a sweet application that is a that is an application yes which happens to be using the features of rss the media player all of the things the tools in right. which were made available in the developer kit so i'm thinking cliff has a podcast network an, an entire network of podcasts and a premium section exactly so what did i do i called the developer of this this dignation and mobility the same today. guy same guy wow okay i called him up and said you know how much would it be to clone what you've done for them for me yeah and i'll just go ahead and mention prices it doesn't matter to me $200 is yeah. all it would have cost to be able to clone what they've done. Right. And it's not like you were, I don't think you were, you were even wanting to charge for this application, right? No, it's free. Yeah. It's free. However, 
I wanted to be able to do more than that. I have some people who are gspn.tv plus members right. who pay $10 a month for all access to all of our content. Right. These people, I mean, I'm releasing five episodes uh, a day sometimes. These people sometimes will, will sync their iPods or iPhones before they leave for work in the morning. Yeah, and it's taking forever, first of all. So yes. an application like that would be nice because I don't want to wait two hours while my iPod or my where my iPhone backs up you know if I could use an application like that to listen to our show or podcast answer man or whatever through that that's awesome that's saving me time exactly and by the way just so people know if you click on cancel or the little X when it's backing up it, it goes right through that process yeah, but you shouldn't have to do that you shouldn't have to rant over anyway, exactly so um anyway so people would love the ability to at lunchtime or on their drive home be able to have immediate access to the files that they want to listen to on the drive home. Absolutely. But they can't have access to it because it's on their computer at home waiting for it to be synced. So this application not only is uh, useful in the for some people, but it's extremely useful for my premium members especially. And so I yeah. said, how much would it be for you to not only have what you have now, but have the ability to sign in using a username and password but then i have a special algorithm in which creates a unique rss feed for each individual who will log in with your username and password and i want you to be able to recreate that and pull up in a certain rss feed for each individual different person who signs in right and here's how you do it this is how you'll make it happen he says i can do that That's and cool. so for that i paid 650 dollars okay Okay, not a whole lot of money, but at this stage in the game in my business, it's an it, it is a lot of money. It's it's significant expense, yeah. Okay. Absolutely worthwhile. I think that this is a wonderful application and sure. I have hundreds of listeners who have expressed a desire to get this application as quick as possible so they can have access to these features. Oh yeah, totally, yeah. So the application is running beautifully. It, there in fact you can go to podcastanswerman.com and go back an episode or two. You can actually see where we've done a screencast tutorial of how it works. Right. And uh, so we submitted it a couple weeks ago and here is what I got from Apple's development approval uh, team. It says subject uh, gspn.tv application submission feedback. Please include the below follow-up email or number in your email request if you happen to correspond with us. And he says, hello, gspn.tv, which is the name of the application, cannot be posted to the App Store as the App Store is not the appropriate channel for distributing podcasts. The iTunes Store has separate categories devoted to each of the types of media Music, podcasts, and movies are delivered through that channel. Information on publishing podcasts on iTunes can be found at, and they gave me the rest of the stuff. And then regards Victor W. Worldwide Developer Relations, Apple Incorporated. You already, you already do that. So that's what he's telling you to do. You're like, you know what? I, I do that. I've been doing that for three years. Exactly. And what I have not, what I did not submit to him and pay a hundred dollars fee to submit to him was a podcast. Right, exactly. I submitted a completed, developed application. Yep. And so, of course, I posted my entire story in a blog entry at podcastanswermind.com, and I explained to him that there's already there is already this exact same application available. Twice. Twice. Actually, three times. There's another one. Another. Yeah. J-Dub has another one for... Um, 
another podcast that I don't listen to. But yeah, exactly. I mean, it's there three times. Yeah. In the entertainment category, right? RSS feeder and my application does more. Does more has more application functionality. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, anyway, it, so so what they're telling me is that they're not going to approve this because it's this is not the place to distribute podcasts. Now, I put this out on my blog. I submitted it to Dig. We, I think the last I checked, we only got ninety two digs on the story. Not yeah. a big deal. Uh, but anyway. Somebody says, well, Cliff, what do you want podcasts cluttering up the application store? And I said, well, number one. It's not a podcast. It's not a podcast. It's an application. Right. And I certainly think applications should be cluttering up the application (laughs) store. Exactly. Yeah. And if there are too many podcasts in the entertainment application category, then why not create a application category called podcasts? Or create a, a podcast application for everything. Exactly. Here's here's my issue with that, with, with this, Cliff. I, I am 900% in agreement with you. And I've been saying for a while that they're letting too much crap into the store. Mm-hmm. Or they're being very, very inconsistent. Right. And uh, just real quick, just doing a quick search here. One of the new games that came out today is Space Invaders Light. Now, Space Invaders is owned by a Japanese company called Taito, I think. Taito or whatever. Okay. This is written by a, just a normal guy. Apple is allowing copyrighted or trademarked intellectual property being cloned and put into the store. This Space Invaders game should technically be illegal. Yeah. And it's in there. It's in there. There was a Tetris clone that's technically illegal, and it was in there. Yes. See, and, and here's the thing, and, and, and I don't have a problem. The, the only reason I'm very upset is because, number one, they've already approved two of these applications. I never even had the idea to do an application until I saw the awesome functionality. Oh, yeah. And not only that, but have you ever noticed in the – do you read the reviews on these? Yeah, the reviews are terrible. The reviews, people, I mean, are harsh. They tell you what they think. Yeah, well, that or they're like – if you think this is awesome, yes it up or whatever. It's like, yeah. Well, the thing is, is though, I mean, but you got to say that a majority of people, if they're there to review, they tell you their honest opinion. Yeah, exactly. Well, both of the applications that I'm referring to have four star reviews, and it's not just the developer that put them there. Right. There are like 30, 40 different people, all of them giving it four and five star reviews. Yeah. Now, on the flip side, taking taking the. Um What's going on there? I don't. It's spaces going back and forth <laughs> between a, a, active applications. I guess. Um, flipping the other side of the coin, maybe they they did accidentally think this was a podcast. How can they do that? This this guy you would you would have this think, guy is the worldwide developer relations exactly. guy. You would think that they go, oh, this is an application. Let me put it on a test phone or simulator or whatever, and see clearly that it's an application. Yes, this is a huge mistake by Apple. Yeah. And and so here's the deal. There are two there are two other or at least three other things in here just like this. I have no doubt that on based on morality alone they have to either take the other three out or put mine in. Exactly. The, the just just for consistency purposes. Yeah. I am not I am not petitioning them to take the other three out. Right. Because I like those applications. Yeah. Exactly. And I want mine to get in there, and so do a couple hundred other people. Well, you know what? You know what? What? We think we should have a write-in campaign. A write-in campaign. A write-in camp. 
Nothing causes, nothing gets things done like a, a, a noisy voice. Okay. So what I'm going to suggest people to do, and, and you may not want me to do this, but you know, whatever. Well, I'm, I'm it's, listening. It's help I got on Mac. That's fine. Steve Jobs' email address is sjobs at apple.com. Everybody who wants this application should write him a nice letter. I'm not saying you go yes, in and cuss him nice. out. Please don't. Be, be polite. Um, him or his handlers are going are gonna to read this. I, I'm not kidding you. They, they will respond to someone. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you should uh, write S job CC Cliff on it, mm-hmm. and just be you know really polite and say, look, this application I, we knew it was coming out, it got rejected, uh, it was talked about, um, you know, and and I want this application. Absolutely, it may help, it may not. You know, if he gets you know two or three hundred emails with the same thing in it, someone's got to take notice. Yes, exactly. So you know, I'm working with them, but but the the one thing that I just wanted to bring out is that you know, Apple, I understand, has it it its way of trying to control a lot of things, and I have no problem with them controlling the flow of what go, is going in. Oh, absolutely. But I feel a bit personally slighted, not just me individually, but just the fact that it, they have no consistency in choosing what's going in and what's not going exactly. in. Exactly. I want to see clear guidelines. I would have loved to see clear guidelines that says RSS feed for a podcast does not qualify before I forked over my $650. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. So that's all I'm saying. And anyway, that is my rant. Uh, I ran about, ranted about it on a My Crazy Life podcast the other night, but it was always it's always fun to have. Yeah. You know, the, the, I, I, brought, I bring it up on the Mac podcast just because I want people to understand. I don't think Mac is or Apple is the perfect company. No, they're not. And this this is just so frustrating. And as far as I'm concerned, my official pin, uh, opinion on this, I'd love to see 15,000 other tip calculators. <laughs> I really would. However, I would like to see them every single one of them taking out of the general productivity category and I would like to see a subcategory tip calculators. Yeah. That's all I'm asking. Yeah, it's getting to the point that there's so much stuff that I, I don't really know what to look for anymore. Well, the thing that they have too few categories. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, and it, and it's here's the thing. Did were you ever a Palm user? Yeah, for for a little while. Yeah. Okay. Did you ever install Palm applications from over at Handango or yeah. whatever? Mm-hmm. They had tens of thousands. Yeah. Of applications, they had maybe a hundred and fifty different categories right well maybe, maybe the the thing is maybe sh- maybe uh people who buy the application should be allowed to tag it maybe and then you can search by tags something that'd be kind of cool I, I you know i i whatever the i don't know what the i well one of the things i think the answer is number one give it more categories yeah um loosen up the the reins a little i mean if you're going to let the jerk in the box in and the 50 billion tip calculators and the, uh, you know, I fart noise. Yeah. You know, or actually, I, th- I think I saw somebody else got turned down for putting in the yeah, I fart Pull sound, my finger. The pull my finger. Which, you know what? I hate to say it. Would I ever download that one? No. No. But is that an entertainment-based application that would definitely generate some downloads? Oh, sure. Absolutely. And who is Apple to say I can't have the I pull my finger the pull my finger application. Exactly. Exactly. That if I want the pull my finger application and somebody's created it and it does not it's not marked offensive, it's not marked pornographic, it's not against any of your perceived um you know guidelines, then by golly, I want the pull my finger application. Yep. I'm looking at to see what what free applications were were released today and uh 
Trying to see if there's anything lame. And see, that's the deal. I, mean, I was giving my application away for yeah. free. I and and you know the 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 guy who developed my application uh, sent me an email, and I'll just read it to you real quick. I love it. He he says, "Listen, um, I just got an email from Apple um, that." from Apple rejecting the application. Here's the reason. And of course he quotes the email. He says, I'm in contact with Apple trying to resolve this. I think we're going to have to add some more features to distinguish it from a podcast only application. I'll call contact you with uh, further details about this tomorrow. Uh, He says, we will get this resolved. And I believe that. And 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 that's cool that he's, he's helping you out. And I, and if nothing else, I think that maybe we'll throw in a tip calculator or something. So that people will be able to calculate tips <laughs> as they're listening to our podcast you without can, closing it. and You can donate. A donate app. No. <laughs> anyway, so that's all I wanted to say. Yeah, yeah That's well, my rant. I, I'll be interested to see what happens. Because I, 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 I think it's an important application. Well, it, well, even if it's not an important application. It's, it's important it's, to somebody. It's no jerk in a box. I, I agree. But... But you know the thing. I just want. I don't mind all this stuff. I just want. I just want my application in there. Yeah, that's I mean, all. There's a program called Woot Watch. All it does is watch the the Woot dot com site. You know, it's yeah. That is that nothing other than a site trying to get to to gain exposure for itself on it's, in yeah. the application. And it's store. an RSS feed. Isn't an RSS pretty feed? much? Yeah. So I mean, I really can't see them not approving this. Yeah, I I don't know what happened there. I'm I was am I a little upset? Absolutely, uh, <laughs> you are a little upset. Yeah, you were you. I I was getting there. I was like, oh man, I I shouldn't have come tonight. You were like, <laughs> it was like, <laughs> <laughs> but I just want to say, Apple, be consistent. Yeah, you know, just give us some consistency here. Right, and 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 put some guidelines. By golly, there are people out there making pull my finger applications and they're putting money into it <laughs> and by golly i want i think we should when you write in ask for the pull my finger application too i'm sure you know why not sure i want it so anyway i'll even pay two dollars and 99 cents just so i can have it uh, i don't think i would <laughs> i'd pay 99 cents. i'd do maybe. it for principal at this point <laughs> that's true i would so, so anyway in other Apple news. Yes, besides, yeah, we, we do have some other Apple news, don't we? Uh, there is a big Apple event tomorrow happening. Uh, the Apple Let's Rock event uh, happens, I think, 10 o'clock Pacific, Pacific, Pacific time. So that's uh, 1 p.m. here in the East Coast. And uh, obviously, they're going to release new iPods. Mm-hmm. Uh, other rumor we heard, iTunes 8 is coming out, which is cool. Whatever I heard about iTunes eight, it, w- did you hear any of the rumors about the functionality of iTunes eight? Something about something called Genius Mode or something. Yeah, yeah. W- what would that be? I'm thinking it's like Pandora. Maybe they license like the Pandora technology. Yeah, I don't know. Um, the other thing that I heard, I heard this last night, is uh, possibly the update to two point one is going to come out too for the iPhone. Okay, and. Some copy paste. The big rumor is is that they they secretly withheld some features from the beta release for this new release, and one of them is rumored to be copy and paste. That would be awesome. Yeah, it would be. With all of that said, my rant aside, I want people to know I still love Apple. I really do. I I think that they have some big issues that they need to work out. Well, they're you know people people uh, talk about Microsoft and them having issues. You know, Microsoft's huge. Big companies have problems like this, and the the iPhone and iPod Touch and iTunes and the App Store, that's a big thing. There's a lot of people that are that are using this, and 
Apple is feeling the growing pains of being successful. Yeah. It, you know, the only thing I will say is um, if they do not, I mean, like I said, I, I think the chances of them ultimately not giving us this application in the iPhone store or in the app store is probably only like 5% chance that it won't get in there. Right. So um, in the slight chance that it doesn't, I am so starting uh, a full podcast on how to jailbreak your iPhone and <laughs> and in all the awesomeness of jailbreaking your iPhone. We'll call it iPhoned. Yeah. Help I iPhoned my help I want to iPhone my my phone. Well, it it'll be the jailbreak jailbroken weekly. Something. <laughs> we will do a I will do a weekly podcast on the awesomeness of having a jailbroken there iPhone. So anyway, so anyway, uh, yeah, new stuff coming out tomorrow. Um, yeah, what? So, uh, have you seen the pictures of the new nanos? I have. They're cool looking. I I think that you think they're real. I, I do. do. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I now I've I've used you know the the little squatty the fat nano or whatever uh-huh. they called it. I liked it. I thought it was I like a cool it. little little device. Um, I do like the thought of a, a wider screen. I think that's cool. I like the yes the two two things. Number one, I, 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 my son and my daughter both, Megan and Matthew, both have the square iPod video nanos. Yeah. And I love them. Mm-hmm. They both have beautiful, beautiful picture and great functionality for the size of those little things. Right. And in, in fact, I will tell you, as far as when it comes to having an iPod, I miss my click wheel. Oh, yeah, so do I. The only thing I hate is that little split screen menu, though. Yeah. I want my original menu. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind. I, you know, I've got my, my phone. I've got my shuffle. And I use my shuffle a lot when I'm out working in the yard and stuff. But I wouldn't mind having a Nano for that kind of purpose. Because there are times where, you know, there's no screen on the shuffle. And I don't know where I'm going on it. I've loaded 200 things on it. Yeah. So there are there are times where I, where I would like the Nano. Because, you know, if it's 149 or 199 you know, it's I'm not as, you know, this was 500 bucks. Still, yeah. I'm still rocking the old phone. And I don't want anything to happen to this. Right. You know, I, last thing I, I need is it you know, to drop it in my creek or something. Exactly. So the thing is, is that um, the, the there are two things. One is the fact that it's going to have more of a widescreen. If this, first of all, we're not say, we can't confirm for a fact that this is the new iPhone or new iPod Nano. I, I am. I am 99% sure that I'm is. I'm 99% sure too, but yeah. I'm just saying it, yeah. it could that all that packaging and stuff oh, it, it, it could all Steve be fake. Steve could throw us a curveball. Exactly. So anyway, but the thing is is that it looks nice. Yeah, uh, the, the design, I like the little like arrow the curve down, yeah, the and, little curve and stuff. Yeah. Uh the fact that it's a bigger screen and that it's a wide spe- wide screen aspect ratio. Yeah. The only thing is is it's you know you, I you can't really tell from the picture the exact size, the the overall size. Yeah, I, I is it. Do you think it's going to be closer to the size of the original Nano? I would think so. Yeah. If it's any bigger than that, then you're getting too big. You're. I think you're getting too big. Yeah. To it, call it the. Do you know what it looks Nano. like? It looks like the the four gig and eight gig Zune. Really haven't seen those. Really, the, I'll tell you. You know, a, a lot of my window or Apple friends crack on me, but I really do like the Zune. I think it's a cool piece of hardware, and the the little tiny Zune. Looks like it's got a wide screen. I mean, it's got that weird squircle or whatever they call that. Yeah, but uh, it's a cool piece of hardware, and and I'm cool. sure it's gonna look awesome. So well, cool. I'm I'm excited. I hope that those come out because they do. I think they look nifty. Yeah, new. I'm sure we're gonna see a new iPod Touch or at least an upgrade. Or I think we're gonna see lower prices. I really think prices pl- prices are gonna be slashed across the whole iPod line. Now next week we'll play this and see how wrong I was. But I, I think we're going to see it at least 50 bucks off the whole line. 
Really? Not counting the shuffle. The shuffle's already priced to move. So. Yeah. So the other thing is, is that, um, what do I think? Uh, what was I going to say? I, I think that something else. Oh, the push technology. Yeah, that's, they, I think they that's going to be turned to, on too. It, I think that has to be turned on tomorrow. Yeah. Or at least, yeah, made, made available to the developers. I'm already seeing uh, somebody. Um, I am uh, trying to lose weight. Okay. I'm kind of deviating from the set list here, but um, I downloaded a program called iPoints. Okay. And I'm, I'm doing, I'm going to say it, I'm doing Weight Watchers. Yay. Okay. Cool. Anyway, it's all points based. If you do the point system, you know, each food has a certain point value. You get a certain value overall per day. Uh huh. Um, I'll show you real quick while we're, while we're talking here. Uh, this person made the little badge on the icon uh-huh. show how many points you have left. Wow. Just by looking at the icon. So people are using that that notification feature already kind of in a creative way, which is pretty That's cool. awesome. Yeah. That is very cool. Yeah, I, I'm using I'm also losing weight and uh losing weight. Sweet. And uh I am using iShape and I'm doing counting calories. Oh, okay, cool. So basically same thing. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. And I'm out walking five miles a day. Although last two weeks can kind of hit and miss. <laughs> but anyway, more miss than hit. But I'm going to try to turn that around tonight. So anyway, uh, yeah. So tomorrow is the keynote? Tomorrow is the keynote, yeah. Um, I would love to do a, a special live show, but I don't think I'll be able to. Yeah, you got work. And I probably will not be able now, with that to being do it myself. Maybe we'll, uh, maybe I'll, you know what, I'll. I'm sure I can be in the uh, in the chat room. In the chat room. All right. Well, so come to the we'll... chat room, gspn.tv slash live. Yeah, tomorrow morning or tomorrow afternoon if you're in Eastern time. Yeah. Tomorrow morning if you're in Pacific. Very cool. What time is it? I think it's 10 a.m. We always get the time on these things wrong. I know. I'm looking. <laughs> Hold on. Keep talking. I'm going to look. All right. All right. So anyway, while you're doing that, I'm going to go to some listener feedback since we have some time to play these in here. Do here's, it. here's a question or a comment from somebody. Hey, Cliff and Chris, this is Wayne from Wayne Henderson VoiceOvers, and I want to call it a couple of quick things, uh, something for the iWish list, um, again, something to do with the iPhone. I would love it if somebody would come out with an app that would make it so that one of two things would happen. One, when we get revisions to our apps, they don't all rearrange them themselves, the icons going on to who knows where, six pages of icons, and every time I do and update, you know, I've got things set just right, and then they're all messed up, and they're all over the place. I just hate that. So an app that would either freeze it so those don't change, or maybe an app that would allow me to online or iTunes or somehow go in and manipulate them that way because clicking dragging them one by one uh, is like building a puzzle, as you know. Um, I hate that. Yep. That's a, <laughs> I guess the other thing that I wanted to say was, um, I can't wait, Cliff, for your iPhone app to come out <laughs> of the same reason that you had mentioned before. You know, I sync my iPhone. And this in the was morning, before any of this. Oh. Podcast and the other podcast. But once I leave for work, if a GSPN podcast comes out and I'm already at work, I'm basically out of luck till I get home. So yeah. can't wait for it. Back to your show now, guys. I, I promise you that that call came in <laughs> before the rejection letter. S jobs at apple.com. Anyway, all right. You know what? I I totally agree with him. Um, I had to get a new uh, a new phone. This is phone. This is iPhone number four now. Um, yeah. And I loaded all my applications back in, and I have I like having all my applications on certain screens. You know, all my games are on the second screen. All my social 
networking sites are on the third screen. Right. All my things that I use the most are on the first screen, like Twitter and and uh, Tumblr and things like that. Are on the first screen, on the fourth screen's you know junk. I don't use like stocks and stuff like that. It was painful to go one by one rearranging those applications. Oh on yeah, the, on the iPhone. It was terrible. It's like one of those little jigsaw puzzles that you get when you're a kid where you yeah, have to you, match up the so pictures. It's so easy to you, screw it up. Yeah. And so, um, but that that's a real issue. There's nothing, like when you are mm-hmm. updating or something like that, it just goes back to a, some kind of random order. Yeah, it would be great if I could uh, click and hold and like draw a box around a, a group of applications and take them somewhere. That would be cool. But it would also be cool is if they had a preference setting that says save you know, yeah. save the, you know, take a look, take a snapshot of where my icons are. It's taking 43 hours to back up your phone. Why shouldn't it do that too? Yeah, no doubt. Man, this I, is the rant show, man. We are just like in a foul mood tonight. You know what? They they said that the, one of these previous updates were supposed to speed up the backup process. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No. No. And, I, and, and people at my work, you know, we have one guy that has like 800 contacts and he says it's, it's ridiculously slow. Yeah. With that many contacts in, in the contact. And it shouldn't be. It's just text files. Exactly. If I can play Super Monkey Ball and if it can draw all those cool graphics, it should be able to pull up 800 text fields. Yeah, no doubt. So basically what I do is I when I sync my iPhone, I always hit the X on the backup until late at night. And maybe once at night, I will allow, or I'm sorry, maybe two or three times a week Yeah. at night. While I'm in the studio working in the background and no phone calls are going to come in, I will then allow it to do its one hour and 45 minute backup. Yeah, I'll drop it on the cradle like at work in the morning or mm-hmm. before I go to bed at night. Yeah, you but. just make just make sure you uh, forward your phone if you're doing it at work during the day. Because no, if you get a phone call, dude, you're it, it, it stops it. Everybody I know calls or, <laughs> you know, nah, it's not a problem. Anyway, so um, <laughs> no one calls me at work. Nobody calls you at work. All right, so uh, thank you very much, Wayne. And uh, as you heard, the iPhone application slightly delayed. <laughs> All right, do you have your? Did you? We were looking up the time. Did you find that? It's ten a.m. Pacific time and one p.m. Eastern time. All right, so one p.m. tomorrow. All right, so let's go to Michaela from Australia. She called and left her vo- first voice feedback for us last week. That's awesome. She's called back again this week. She, so cool. She apologized. And we want to say because she's like I so, I'm heart, sorry to take up all your time with so many of my questions. Oh like, my gosh, no, no, please! If you could send us a voicemail every week, that'd be awesome. First off, we love getting voicemails. Second off, I can't tell you how awesome it is to me that people from Australia are listening to the show. That's just it, it oh, just yeah. blows my mind. It, oh, dude, if you only knew where I know. everybody was listening I to from the show, but Australia is totally awesome. Go, all right. Hi Cliff and Chris, it's Michaela Walsh calling from Melbourne, Australia from the Father Bob Show podcast. I have just got myself a brand new iPhone. My iPod died after I dropped it on the kitchen tiles very hard and it's dead as a doornail. So I thought to myself I'll I'll look at the plans and I got a really good one um, here in Australia. What I was wondering is now that I've got to figure out all the you know switches and knobs and and features of this thing um could you refer me to any episodes of help i've got a mac that you've already done or could you give us like a five minute overview there's just so much material out there it's hard to know where to start um there's um, podcasts and then the apple site itself has got like this huge manual and and yeah i know it's very intuitive but um 
if you could give us a real beginner's guide, that'd be awesome. Um, thank you so much for all your continued information on the podcast, and I'll see you later. Bye. Thank you very much. That's so awesome. I just, I love the accent, first of all. <laughs> um, anyway, you know what? Before I got my phone, you know, obviously not a whole lot of people had them, and they just came out. Apple's got this really kind of creepy dude, Steve. Besides, no, no, besides no. Steve. It's like the Steve lookalike, Bob or whatever Bob. his name is. Watch that video on Apple.com under the iPhone section. He goes over, over? He goes over. He goes over every little nugget on that phone. It's a long video, but yep. if you want to learn how to use your phone, watch Weird Guy. Yes. In fact, I, I sent her an email when she left the voicemail, and I sent her to that. So if you go to Apple.com slash iPhone... And I'm waiting for it. Have you recently had any issues getting to Apple? Yeah, it's been slow. Like, very slow. In fact, I just hit that a couple seconds ago. I blame Mobile Me. Is that what it is? Yeah, why not? Why not? Anyway, I still never could get Apple or that Mobile Me stuff to work. <laughs> I'm not going to buy it. All right, so apple.com slash iPhone. And right underneath the image of the iPhone, it says, watch the guided tour. Now, this isn't a long, boring uh, manual, but it is a long, boring video. But it's actually pretty good, especially if you're learning how to use the iPhone. Now, and, I'm not sure since she's in Australia if she's going to be able to see that or not. So you may have to find a way to kind of force uh, your browser to, to load the the US site. Uh, let me do a real quick search here and see if Apple. Yeah. Uh, it, see if the videos. If not, you send us an email. I'm pretty sure she got it because she said, "Okay, thanks. I'll watch that when I get a chance." Oh well, there you go. So, and if not, if anybody has a problem finding it, let me know, and we'll find. Maybe I can download it and and make it available somehow. Yeah. So uh, let's see here in the chat room. Andy is asking, "How do I get the My Crazy Life Plus feed on my iTunes?" And so anybody who is a Plus member, if you just go to gspn.tv/plusaccess. And that's P-L-U-S-A-C-C-E-S-S. Uh, and then when you get to the Plus Access website, you'll need your username and password to get in, of course. And on the top navigation menu, there's a thing that says, um, it says, I let's see, it says our Plus Member Feed Generator, Plus Feed Generator. And if you click on that, there's a video there that goes through step-by-step step on everything you want to know about Plus Feeds. And so that should help you out there, Andy. And congratulations on becoming a Plus member. And by the way, just that's a perfect time for me to say this podcast is sponsored by our Plus membership uh, because if it wasn't for Plus members, I wouldn't be doing podcasting full time. And I wouldn't be helping you out. That's right. (laughs) So please, please consider becoming a Plus member if you are not one already. All the information about what Plus membership is can be found over at gspn.tv slash plus. We're now at 144 plus members as of today. That's awesome. And we need 500 by the end of this year. So we definitely need to do some rocking and rolling. Rolling and rocking. Exactly. All righty. So with that, let's move on to our next caller. Hey, Chris and Chris. Uh, My name's Wayne. I'm in Houston, Texas. And I was calling in reference to show number 42. Uh, You were discussing the class action suit about drop calls and no 3G connection of the lady, I believe, uh, somewhere near the East Coast. Um, As it turns out, uh, the facts that you gave were incorrect according to the news story that I heard. Uh, That news story may also be incorrect. I haven't researched it yet. 
But uh, the news story that I heard was that the class action lawsuit was being brought because she was in a 3G area and not getting 3G connection. Uh, now, to lend credence to that, I live in Houston, Texas, which is a very broad 3G connection area. I can literally be standing in one spot, get full 3G connection, five bars, not move, and have the call go down to one bar at edge without any movement at all, without changing locations. It's just, it fluctuates erratically. So I haven't complained about it, um, but I can understand her frustration in it. And I see it happen regularly in this area with the 3G connectivity. Uh, when you call AT&T, most of the time they can't tell you what's going on. So that makes it even more frustrating. Um, I never really had that problem with the edge phone. Uh, I do like my 3G, uh, but it does have issues. And Apple needs to address that. And, and they need to get with AT&T and find out what's going on with their network and get it up and get it running properly, because there are issues that are popping up. And it's not fictitious. I uh, just wanted to give you my five cents worth. Uh, maybe wrong, maybe right. You may want to look into that some more. And uh, hey, I love the show. Um, I've had a Mac for two years, a switcher. And uh, the only Windows machine I ever look at anymore is my wife's whenever I'm having to repair it. But uh, other than that, love a Mac. And I love your show. It's been a source of great information. Keep up the good work. All right, Wayne, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. So yeah, I, the the story, of course, we we I was just reading the details as I found them on the the site that I had referenced in the uh, show notes last week. But anyway, um, yeah, the, I don't I've seen that sort of thing happen before, where I'm in an area where I normally get 3G access and I'm only showing the edge. Um, there it, for no apparent reason. Sometimes I find definitely when I get into the spot where I go into an area where. I like am on the fringe of where that coverage is right. and I go into edge. But then when I get back home and I'm definitely in an area where I know 3G is available, it doesn't automatically bounce back to 3G. And uh, and what I do is I go into the settings menu and put it in airplane mode and then take it out of airplane mode and boom, immediately it loads 3G. You know, it, it does the same thing with Wi-Fi. If, if your Wi-Fi drops and it, you kind of have to go back to the Wi-Fi and force it to reconnect. Yeah, I've had that occasionally as well. I, you know, I think some of this stuff is in the firmware. I think some of this stuff uh, is probably on the network side of AT and T. Um, you know, but from what I understand, the the most for the most part, I, I don't, I haven't heard a lot of issue with failed hardware. But one thing I do know is if you have a bad iPhone. And you consistently have issues. You can take it back, and they will exchange it. Yeah, they're they're pretty good on exchanging the phone. I mean that that is one thing that I feel pretty confident in with Apple, and, and that they are consistent with <laughs> is that they will consistently replace your hardware if it's in warranty and you're experiencing an issue on an ongoing basis. Yeah, and you don't have to go in. You don't have to complain and have a nasty attitude. You just make an appointment, I would suggest, yeah. to see a genius at the Apple store. And as long as you have an appointment, you go in when your appointment is. Tell them, listen, I've had problem after problem after problem getting this 3G connection just, just going in and out, in and out. And I can tell you that with, I would think with all certainty, they will replace your phone for you with no problem. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's one of the things when I was a Mac genius that I learned real easy was that don't go in there with an attitude. Just be real nice. Be honest. Mm-hmm. Be on, honesty is is the best policy. Yeah, which sounds silly, but 
you know, it is, I used to replace, you know, iPods that were in the washer just because the person was, was straight up and was like, look, this is my fault. I did this. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Here you go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. One last call for this week. Hey, guys. Here's the Mac question for you. This is Troy, also in Kentucky. Uh, getting ready to go on vacation. And I've got a few uh, movies that I have uh, put on our Mac Mini, thanks to a handbrake reference from an earlier episode. And I'm curious if there's a way or a device or whatever to hook my Mac Mini up to just a regular TV, you know, like an Apple TV. Um, I'll listen in and find out the answers. Thanks so much. Bye. So can you, what kind of output does a Mac Mini have? Is it all DVI now? It is all DVI. Um, Do they have a DVI to a RCA video composite out? You know what? I think they do. If you have a, a an HD TV that has HDMI, uh-huh. you can get DVI to HDMI. DVI to HDMI, okay. And that's really the best way, obviously, because it's all digital. Yeah, I don't think that he's taking a digital tele- uh. Uh, HD TV on vacation. He's probably got a <laughs> probably got something you know with the little oh, yeah. the, the I, red and the white I, for the audio I and miss the that yellow. Part. Exactly. <laughs> let me let me look here on the store.apple. I I. I'm willing to bet that they do. What is it? It's HDMI, right? No, HDMI. No, no, no. It's a DVI. DVI. To, let's see, DVI. To ah, Mac cables. Ah, to RCA. Yeah. To RCA, and uh, I am looking here. Apple DVI to video adapter. It's nineteen dollars. Where'd you find it? It's on uh, the Apple Store. Oh, you're going to the Apple Store? Yeah. If you go to the Apple Store, the online store, or the actual retail store, they've got these. It, is uh, it DVI or HDMI? It's DVI. DVI Use DVI a- to video adapter to connect the DVI port on any Mac Pro, MacBook Pro, or Mac Mini to any S video or composite enabled device. Oh wait, see that's composite. Um, I apologize. He, he, what he doesn't want is composite. He wants the he wants that little yellow RCA, yeah. the cheap one. Composite's yellow. Component is the three. Compo- oh, composite component. See, I don't know any of this stuff. <laughs> and then what you want to do is also get a cable that that goes from like the headphone jack mm-hmm. to uh, the RCA cables. Yeah, to the two RCA. So a quarter or a eighth inch stereo jack to two RCAs. Exactly. So and you get both of those things and you're good to go. Yeah, that should do it for you. And you can use front row to yeah. uh, to watch your videos. Yeah. So it's a real Apple remote. Does the mini come with an Apple remote? Uh, yeah, I think so. Sweet. Yeah. All righty. Anything else, Chris? No. Uh, get just uh, you know, if you're on the West Coast, it's uh, 10 a.m. If you're on the East Coast, it's 1 p.m. Tomorrow, I'll be in the chat room. Maybe Cliff will be uh, if he's available. I'll probably stick around in the chat room there. GSPN.tv/live. Yeah, and if you know, I'll I'll share where I'm getting the information from because people are going to be live blogging this. So yeah, absolutely. And so um. You know, hopefully we'll hear something about, I, I want to hear about the push technology. I want to start getting Twitter notifications and instant message notifications when I'm not yeah. running the applications. I, I do love these days where we get like free things to download. Like I'm even kind of excited about iTunes 8 because I saw one of the visualizers in it. It's beautiful. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that, that kind of stuff. I get excited about being able to download something new because after Does a while. iTunes have visualizers? I've never seen them. Yeah. I've never played with them. After a while, though, I get a little bored with my stuff and I want to like... You know, I start kind of getting the itch to yeah. play with something new. Like I'm, I'm tired of ten five. Like bring on Snow Leopard. Yeah. Know? Oh, dude, I I've been loving <laughs> the fact that uh, Facebook has or that Adium has Facebook that we talked about last. Oh, week. isn't it awesome? Yes. Yeah. It's if, very if you're nice. if, if you're tired of iChat or if you're new to the Mac 
and we've talked about this before, but if you're new to the Mac and you have, you know, AOL Instant Messenger and Yahoo and Google Talk and all that stuff, you can download a program called Adium. It's A-D-I-U-M. X dot com. Uh-huh. Download that application. It supports pretty much every chat program there is, yeah. including Facebook. And it it consolidates everything in a nice one, you know, one big nice list it's it's fantastic it really is it's got tad browsing it's awesome very cool well folks thank you very much for listening to us rant this evening (laughs) you know i just wish that this stuff didn't have to happen this way and that we didn't have to rant but sometimes i just think that people i just think apple should be consistent with their stuff consistency is key everybody i think so even even if a company makes a wrong decision I think they should be consistent with that wrong decision. Yep. Well, Cliff, thanks thanks for having me in studio. Thank you for coming in studio, man. Awesome. We will be back next week. Now, just so people know, heads up, 29th, you're going to be out, so we won't have a show that week. Yes, I'll be in Las Vegas. Have fun, man. Thanks, brother. But we will be here next week. Yes, see ya.